Welcome to Free Talk Live. The phone lines are open for you. If you want to join the show, you can do that. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. we got a show for you tonight where you can bring up whatever's on your mind. That's what we do every night here on Free Talk Live. Of course, we also bring things to the table to discuss I was not on the program last night. Aria and the girls were uh, were here at that time, and I don't think they covered. Bonnie hasn't stepped into the studio yet, but I don't think they covered the Georgia Guidestones. No. And Joe, you're here with me tonight. I'm Ian. Uh, the again, the phones are open six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. And I asked you before the show, you know, what's the big story that you think we need to cover? And and you said Georgia Guidestones. Georgia right? Guidestones. It's it's kind of interesting that you know they had to tear them down at the. They were uh, weren't they were wasn't target. one of them destroyed in some way prior to them tearing them down? Yeah, it, I I don't know. I, I I look at it all very suspicious, but you know we can talk about it. And uh, well, let's start by talking about what these things are because I don't think a lot of people right. are even aware it's been called i believe america's stonehenge uh located down in georgia i heard about this i don't know maybe in the last decade or so probably sure uh sort of through the kind of the conspiracy yeah crowd, that's where i got up like from, alex yeah. jones or something yeah, i don't know yeah, where Jordan i saw Maxwell it first. or something like I that i first heard about it on vigilant citizen probably that in like 2012 been, or you know what that might have been it too but uh, i heard about it since like maybe 2008 yeah, and they've been around for some time. Since the right? 80s, I heard. Yeah. yeah. So, as I understand it, and you know, I, by no means am I an expert about this, the Georgia Guidestones, it's unknown who it was that commissioned the artwork. But it says it's from R.C., so a lot of people think Rosicrucians. Hmm. Are like, those... Like, ro- like Rose, like Ross, like Rose... Rosicrucian, Crucian? yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe what is a wrong. Rosicrucian? Hmm. Just some kind of a secret society that started in Europe, okay. like around when the Bavarian Illuminati showed up in 1776 in Germany. So the Georgia Guidestones are kind of infamous for being the uh, this sort of a public statement, like this sort of piece of art that has a message on it, the guiding, I guess, aspect mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, and the message, creepy guidance. Yeah, and that's the thing. The message includes, and I, I'm sure you're, I don't know if you're pulling it up or whatever. Yeah, but I got it right here. Yeah, the that they want to reduce the world's population to like five hundred thousand. What yeah, is it? Yeah. So no, well, five million. Five hundred million. Five hundred so, million. Okay. It, yeah, the first one is maintain humanity <laughs> under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature, as if we can't exist. After the 500 million, like we're not existing right now, or we've been doing that since I don't know when we broke the population right. who barrier. Who decides that 500 million people is in balance with nature? I know who and- decides that. These elites with their nosebleeds up in the tower, ivory mm-hmm. tower, is saying, "Oh my God, they're they're overpopulating us. They're going to take over," mm-hmm. and they're starting to realize that we actually are in control, and that they're just the you know the pawns, the minions, and that they would not even exist without us. Or I say us in the sense of. Uh, anywhere over 500 million (laughs) yeah the rest of humanity that they have enslaved exactly yeah and you know it's it's just it's obnoxious that but there's more to it right like that's not all that's on the georgia guidestones that's part of some sort of a large yeah it's been a while since i've read this some of my may have agreed with right hold Mm -hmm. on a second uh guide reproduction wisely improving fitness and diversity i think these are nothing wrong with that sound you know fluffy good yeah right 
And then unite humanity with the living new language. Okay, that sounds kind of interesting. I don't that know what that is. It's a little weird. weird. It, it is a little cultish sounding. But I mean, we all use English. I mean, when- well, English has sort of become the global standard for yeah. uh, for language, but it did it on its own, right? Like you yeah. didn't have to have some government shoving it down people's Yeah, they throats. did. Imperialism. Yeah, yeah, imperial. It was, it was basically was shoved down people's throats. Distorted language. That's why I don't like English. I, I want to know another language, but mm. really, Spanish is another like colonial imperialist sort of. language, and it'd probably what? be the most helpful one for me to learn. So, well, I there, don't think you can find a language that wasn't promoted by men with guns at some point. Yeah, that's well, why we need our own. It's funny because uh, there's a, a person we know that uh, teaches uh, this second language. And I forget the name. Esperanza? Of, that's it. Esperanza. Esperanto. Esperanto. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I guess like there's, uh, you know, within like this community of ours up here in New Hampshire, uh, there's an Esperanto class in how to learn. <laughs> and I think it's great, you know, or maybe I we guess. go I mean, back if, to old ways. And, you know, if you want to well, talk to, uh, to a few people that can't. Where did it know, come just, from? Where it, did Esperanto come from? Mm-hmm. From? I don't know. The well, that was uh, the language was up. designed uh, to be very easy to learn and huh. uh, very easy to remember and mm-hmm. use and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, supposed to be a universal something that uh, mm-hmm. people from over here can still understand most of the words and over here. So it's a uh, it just blends it all it's up. Interesting. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it'd be hard for me. I'd be hard pressed to say, oh well, if I'm going to spend time learning a language, that I would want to learn a language that not many people uh, knew. I would, that's, I would think that's the truth. That yeah. you'd want to learn something that would be more useful if you're going to be traveling or something like that. The thing is, like but, a language created by the World Economic Forum, so we can have a one world government. I'm not going to try to learn. I, I don't want to try to learn that. Mm-hmm. But if it if it was something that I knew formed organically and it was going to connect people you know, in different countries who should be able to, you know, freely trade with each other and things like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just don't want to be, I don't want any language forced down my throat, which I basically did have a language forced down my throat. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that's true. I mean, just because you grew up with other people speaking English doesn't mean it was forced down your throat. That's just I was born in the area where Red Sox are, right? Like the Red Sox fans are. Doesn't I hate sports. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way of the world. I, I I don't think anybody who cares about freedom should be pining over a better language. There are so You're many right. other I, things we certainly should be wouldn't chisel with. up in a piece of stone yeah. and for the world to see. Yeah. So what else did they say? Because okay. like you right. said, there's some things that are agreeable here. I mean, it gets a lot of press for the whole reduction of population, and it should yeah. Yeah. because that's well. There's only one way you can reduce the world's population from eight billion right. to five hundred thousand. That's you know what one. 16th uh, of the yeah, current world's population and, and the only way you can do that is by Vaccines. eugenics by you know forcing people to die basically i, I mean that's really blatant like yeah. them just saying it straight up but you know you know i, I don't know well uh, here's the thing I, there's I, people like bill gates that apparently agree with this yeah, right yeah yeah uh, maybe i don't know I, I as don't, i understand it i, I don't believe- know anyone that spoke out well yeah bill, these. bill gates didn't say he agrees with the georgia guidestones he said that he believes that the um the world population could be reduced with a vaccine, and he oh, he said sure. a number like he said like it could be reduced, you know, like seventy percent or something like that. I don't remember what the number was, but he said with vaccine technology. Wow, Ooh, better than us, Bill Gates. I don't think That's so. That's scary. Way stuff. before COVID was a thing. COVID well, I've been to computers, and uh, you should listen to what I have to say. Well, it's yeah. not just him though. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's t- true. T- oh. 
Who's the big mogul? Well, uh, Klaus Schwab. No, 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 I'm sure he's on board with this stuff. Warner but, von Braun. Uh, no, I'm thinking of the, the guy. He owns like TV stations Rudolph or Hurst. whatever. Nah, not. That. I mean, he's probably bad news too. But Murdoch, Ted, somebody. Mm. I'm sorry. He owns the Turner. Turner. Ted, Ted Turner. Turner. I think Ted Turner's known as being one of these world population reductionist types, like David yeah. Rockefeller too. Yeah. So. Again, only one way you can reduce the world's population because you're not going to be able to convince people, right? No. Like, in oh, theory, hey, can you just die for me, please. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you, you wouldn't have to convince them to kill themselves necessarily. You would just have to convince them to stop breeding. Well, you, you, right? yeah, and make it make life so miserable with inflation and whatever else they're trying to create on us that people just kill themselves. Like, you don't have to tell them, hey, go kill yourself. No, no, no. We're well, going to, d- we're going to, like, give you no other options. Well, that happened a lot in uh, in China, for yeah. instance, when the lockdowns were happening in Shanghai mm-hmm. for nearly three months. It was like, it seemed like an everyday occurrence that videos were coming out of, of men and women jumping off of 100-story apartment buildings yeah. or whatever. I mean, that happened here during the lockdowns uh, that the government imposed because of COVID-19. Suicides People did go up. Killed yeah. themselves. That's, a, that's interesting. Like, you know, are they counting those into the, you know, COVID-related deaths i don't know a good question we'll find out uh, it's so gonna come all that stuff's gonna come out eventually so like, you've got the text of the georgia guidestones yes. which have been attacked apparently by somebody mm-hmm. maybe they did it to themselves who knows we'll, we'll continue i kind of like talking about these rules can i do go, too yeah i want to go through the whole right. thing i want to go through this Sounds whole good. thing i mean this thing's now destroyed apparently completely uh and i presume somebody's gonna put them back up but we'll see If you want to weigh in, you can join us at 603-283-6160, and this is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. You can take control of the airwaves. 603-283-6160. If you want to comment on the Georgia Guidestones, these sort of mysterious stones that appeared in Georgia some decades ago, apparently. And then this week, they are gone. Uh, demolished as part of a, I guess, a cleanup of what was not a planned demolition, or maybe it was, depending on who you ask. Uh, But the news came out a few days ago that someone had destroyed one of the Georgia Guidestones. Now, do you happen to know, Joa, was it the one that had the inscription about the, the killing, you know, basically the majority of the people on the planet? Well, uh... Yes, because each stone had a different language. Each side had a... Yes. So they were Ah. trying to... Basically... All right, this is a funny thing, okay? If... If someone blew it up, they used uh, you know improvised device or you know something like that. To is that what they're saying? It was an actual it, explosion. It looked, it looked. I saw footage of it. Mm-hmm. Like they had a camera on it, which is kind oh, of oh really interesting. Which it didn't show the people going to plant the thing. They just showed the explosion and one vehicle that was going by, not the other. I don't know. I've only saw portions of this, um, so I'm not like I haven't studied this up. I just heard it. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, is that you could tell in the video. That it was uh, like an explosive. It looked like maybe tannanite. But they it mm. was, you know, like a, a hard rock, like solid stone that was cut, uh, cut. And when it blows up, it's dusty. I don't really know. Okay. But um, yeah, so I guess it was, uh, you know, the structure was unsafe. So they had to pull the whole thing down. Gotcha. They got one of them. 
and they just took it all down. And do you know where this thing actually is located? Is it on private property or is it on like a public park or something um, like that? Do you have any idea? I mean, I'll look, but I do believe that it was on private property and okay. the, the public is allowed to go in. Um, I just, uh, I'm not really sure. It's uh, the five acre site was apparently purchased by Christian, hmm. this guy, Christian, Robert Christian, which is a pseudonym apparently. October 1st, 1979, uh, from a farm owner. So it seems like it's private. Um, and I guess cows have been given a lifetime grazing rights. It says, it. It says here that uh, in 79, a man using a pseudonym, this is Wikipedia, by the way, Robert C. Christian approached the Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of, quote, a small group of local yes. Americans or loyal Americans, unquote, and commissioned the structure. He said that they would function as a compass, calendar, and a clock, and should be capable of quote withstanding catastrophic events. Well, apparently not yeah. so much. Yeah, could you imagine like this? Like they try to build it for like nukes or something like that, right? Mm-mm. But I mean, it looks like Tannonite did the job, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, going on here, I don't know. Does it say where it's actually located? Off of Georgia State Route seventy-seven, yeah, north mm-hmm. of the city of Elberton. Uh, so anyway, we're going through the list of inscriptions here, and uh, I've got the list here as well, Joe. You were yeah. sharing some of this stuff. Were you going in a specific order? Yeah, we were just uh, talking about the language, which was, which was number three. Okay, uh, so actually what I didn't realize was that number one is the maintained humanity right, right. under 500 million people, what they claim is in perpetual balance yeah. with nature. So I mean, that's psychotic, where the controversy huh? really comes in here, but what, we'll find out what the rest of them say. Okay, uh, so we're on number four here, rule, passion, so rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, just like how I said mm. that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. I mean, obviously, passion is an important thing. Yeah, I'd I, see, I, we, don't, we shouldn't look at this as like a constitution, right, of like a personal self. This is just kind of like a guideline, a guidestone, mm-hmm. you know, how we should act and you know, behave not so much of constitution. I don't think. You okay. know what I mean? So, I just I'm just trying to you know understand how they're putting it. But and number five, protect, I mean, I, I don't yeah. disagree that one should temper one's passions in certain instances. Yeah, but I, I people are allowed to be boring. You know, people are allowed to do whatever, watch TV and not do anything. You know, you don't have to yeah. be passionate. Uh, but at the same time, there is real value to being passionate about things, right? And yeah. I guess don't let it consume you, I suppose. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. If you want to weigh in, you're welcome to join us at 603-283-6160. Uh, going on. Okay. Uh, so number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. But this is, okay. Um, Pure fantasy. I'm, yeah, but I'm pre-warning you because there's, there's a rule coming up that contradicts this. So yeah, there's a good one, really good one coming yeah. up. But <laughs> uh, but you know, this is this is obviously pure fantasy. The idea is uh, just courts. I don't think that's ever existed. No, uh, the, at least not with a central government. Not in the not in the systems that we've had up until this point, where so-called justice is dished out by a monopoly essentially a group of men and women calling themselves the government that if you don't like their services tough you're forced to pay for them whether they do a good job or whether they do a crap job so you can people can say oh we got to improve the court system well good luck how are you going to do that the only way that it can be improved is to abolish it entirely 
and have no more state, no more monopoly on right. violence, and actually have the marketplace provide whatever yes. kind of arbitration mm-hmm. services that people are looking for. They can still call it court for all I care. It's sure. just that it's going to be done uh, through a private consensual means versus right. this insanity that they have going on now. And, and you should have to agree to the rules before you're suddenly under their jurisdiction being tried for something you never agreed to do or not do. I didn't sign any social contract. Me you know? either. Yeah, and that's a good point, Bonnie. If you're going to be going into a courthouse or a courtroom or whatever, you should know what the rules are, right? right. Like, if you go onto a court to play any right. other kind of game, right. you better know the rules. Well, we're supposed to know all the laws, right? So we don't you break can't. the law, and then all of a sudden you break the law, and you go to court, and you have to hire someone. Because right. you can't know the law. Correct. Like, no, not only can you not know the law, they don't either. Right. No. Like, that's why lawyers specialize. Yeah. So there's criminal attorneys, and then there's civil attorneys, and then there's breakdowns within those mm-hmm. of all different areas of, of the law, because they can't know the law either. And that's why lawyers become very specific lawyers. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Because they, can't, they don't like these surprise cases and just get railroaded by these judges because they don't really know, but it's best for them to just railroad you because they don't want to have to you know, have it on their back on these uh, maybe bad judgments, but... Anyways, and of course, it's no surprise that lawyers are the people that become lawmakers because every time they create a new set of right, laws, right. it's new business for them. Oh, of course, of course. That's oh, hey, that's why they created marriage licensing. That's right, because that way reasons. they can make money off of it. They also did it to stop black people from marrying white people. Well, yeah, as well as racist. But that had to do with money, you yeah. know, because then you can't, you know. Anyways. Well, now it has to do with money in a different way. Now they want everybody to, to get married so they can control people's marriages. Right. It, you know, th- I, I like bringing this up and talking about that for a second. Is that, you know, marriage licensing uh, and like having approval by the state is a distortion in your own thought. You should be like, and they, and they think that, oh, I have to have the state's permission so I can get insurance, a discount on my insurance. No, you had a bunch of witnesses at a ceremony with pictures and video and I don't know, maybe uh, rings, or you can do an affidavit saying that, oh, yeah, I got married. An insurance company should accept that. If yeah. they're going to reject that, maybe you can, you know, go, go to another to insurance. One. Yeah. We got more coming up here on the mixed Georgia Guidestones. Some of this stuff sounds okay. Some of it, as you'll see in a bit, is actually pretty decent. Uh, and then the terribly horrifying part about, well, exterminating the world's population. Yeah. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com it is free talk live and you can join us here the number is 603-283-6160 on the way in on the georgia guidestones or what's left of them yeah, right. Because they're gone after apparently somebody, we don't know who, uh, attacked in some way and destroyed one of the guidestones earlier this week. 
And it's not the first time that's ever happened. There's been vandal- that they've been attacked. There's been vandalism on it and stuff. But this one was like smashed, right? It was, or you mm. said there might have been some sort of an explosive uh, utilized, and they destroyed one of the stones apparently. And as a result, uh, whoever it is that owns the property came in there and demolished the rest of them. Maybe yeah. God did it. Well, um, there's no maybe. footage of anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, what we're doing here tonight is we're going through the Georgia Guidestones inscription, which apparently were in multiple languages, and there are 10 what they consider to be guidelines or principles in those different languages. And the the biggest, most in, intense, kind of scary one is the first one. Number one, maintain humanity. Under 500 million people. Because that's normal. That's like a fraction of the current world population. Right. <laughs> I mean, that that would basically be exterminating all of the planet with the exception of North America. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, North and maybe Central America or something like mm. that. That's that's a lot of people would be killed. Uh, we, but can, we can save Mark. There's some <laughs> other things on this list that aren't so bad, and we've been going through that list here tonight. If you want to weigh in, again, you're welcome to join us here at 603-283-6160. Uh, but I also want to make sure you know about Bitcoin.com, because if you are interested in learning about how to advance humanity rather than destroy it, then one of the solutions, of course, is to empower the individual. And to uh, do that, you got to get the individuals of this uh, this world to stop using the government's money because everybody that's using the government money and i'm not just talking about the dollar i mean i mean the euro any government central bank money out there they're putting power into the hands of the state and the state goes to war with that power and they kill innocent people all around the planet so if you want to help prevent that from happening then you ought to look in alternatives like crypto like bitcoin and bitcoin cash you can go to bitcoin.com and click get started at the top of the page and that is where you can learn more uh and uh, there's some introductory videos there that'll help you understand some of the basics about cryptocurrency again like bitcoin and bitcoin cash over at bitcoin.com just click get started at the top of the page or go to their news site and get the latest news headlines anytime you want over at news bitcoin.com all right so joe where do we leave off here on this this list all right so now we're on rule six this is creepy maybe just as creepy as the first one but let all nation let all nations rule in internally resolving external disputes in a world court a world court well they already have that one right i know but it's still creepy you put this on here because it already is creepy so what's the world court, the UN? Mm, I don't know who runs it. It may be the UN. It's in the Hague, I think is what they call it. Mm. In isn't that Denmark? It's somewhere up in that. I've never that heard of somebody of going to wor- world court. What would you go there? Somebody for? doesn't go to world court. Only nation states mm. go to the uh, what they call the international court. There's an international criminal court, and then there's whatever civil version or something. There's Basically, any kind of disputes between the members of the court can be heard in that particular court. Not every country on the planet is a member of that particular court, so it's not it doesn't have quote unquote sure. jurisdiction over the entire planet as much as they might like. Uh, but it does have I don't know a hundred or something. There's and there's then, a lot of members. I think that's kind of a reason why it's dangerous to allow like countries to go completely nationalized like every resource and that sort of thing like venezuela mm, and where china. The, you mean where the government owns things like oil or companies yeah or i mean they own everything mm-hmm. i mean they just you just happen to ha- be allowed to have that thing you know it's 
you know, it, it's not free in China. Oh, yeah. You know, you're you're allowed to own that thing, not because uh, you're a free person, but because, because the Communist Party said says so. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's like you know everyone is responsible if they do something wrong. But like, so how do, how does the World Court work though? Like, if if a country does something bad, what do they do? They go, you're bad, and that's they go it. to the World Court and they say, uh, well, again, it has to be if they're members, right? So only oh, members of the so World it's Court. Consensual. Quote unquote. <laughs> um, so if, uh, you know, let's say Honduras has a dispute with the United States and over some sort of border thing mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like somebody hurts somebody who works for the government. I, they've got different areas of jurisdiction that they can work at. And so they just say, well, look, you know, if we can't if we can't work it out between, you know, the two diplomats or whatever, then they go and they file a case with the world court. And there's some man in a robe or maybe a group. I of- just. How does like a yeah. nation pay back another nation when they're found guilty? I just don't see how they steal they... money from taxpayers. I mean, how else? Yeah, I guess so. How else they, would they, they, do they, it? Like, they print it out? I guess there's that one. Or nations put tariffs on other nations. Like I'm punishing you now. Yeah. Yeah, is that the court that after World War II the Nuremberg trials were at? Ooh, I don't think question. so. I think those were in Nuremberg. So this one's in The Hague. Hmm. Hmm. Where those are in relation to one another, I don't know my European uh, ger- geography. Well, nowhere very near well. the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, certainly not. We're talking not talking about Georgia the country, by the way. We're talking about Georgia, the state of Georgia in inside the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking about petty laws, number seven: avoid petty laws. This is the best one on the list, by the way. <laughs> yeah, avoid petty laws and useless officials. I mean, useless officials. So that's like all of them. This should be right at the top. This one's number one. It should be, but this is the only one. Yeah, this this list is not a libertarian (laughs) list in any way, shape, or form. It's a total global government kind of pimping concept behind this global guidestones. I mean, this is just a. They're just tossing this one in there. Yeah, I'm imagining like a king going, like looking at this and being like, you know, just this is my guide but i don't right. have to do that if i want a, a petty law i'm gonna do it but overall if i want to be a good king then i w- will avoid petty laws but, and it- yeah it, it, that's but it's also subjective right so mm-hmm, like exactly what do you consider yeah, petty law something that affects you financially you know oh okay so i'm gonna commit this financial crime over here or, or pointless laws, but uh, different people disagree as to what laws they consider right, to be right. a waste of time or a waste of effort. So it's it's almost like they just threw this one in because very few people would disagree with it. I mean, even a even a dictator right. would likely say, well, of course we shouldn't have petty laws. We should only have the most important laws, and they should be enforced the way I say they should be enforced. <laughs> and of course, they, they every government on the planet wants to pretend like they don't have useless officials, that they're running as lean and mean as they possibly can, even though we all know that's not true. Governments mm. are incredibly wasteful. They're full of useless officials. Uh, like nine the DCYF. Yep, here in New Hampshire, that's the Department of Children and Youth Families or something like that. Uh, you know, but so like ninety nine out of a hundred bureaucrats are completely useless, and the only reason I'll give them one is because somebody out there is fixing the roads, right? I mean, there's somebody is. Yeah, but you don't need a uh, an official to even do such a thing. No, of course not. I, I guess I was just calling them official in that they hold an office. Uh, oh, so they, it has a practical purpose in... in I get what you're saying. Th- there are those people in government, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. when, when we get to the day where we finally can end the centralized state, 
we're still going to need somebody to go and move snow off the roads mm-hmm. or yeah but it won't have to be a government it will just be a that. company at that point That's yeah i know saying. but i'm explaining to the listeners yeah thank you um they wouldn't be officials anymore i'm just i'm just giving them credit where credit's due they do a few things that are useful and those few things that they do that are useful would be done voluntarily uh, not voluntarily, but they'd be paid. But, you know, they, it would be done on a consensual basis in a marketplace. They only plow the roads right now so that way their cops can continue can to, to go you. around, <laughs> uh, you know, giving out tickets and stuff. <laughs> well, Domino's does the same thing. They repair roads so that their drivers can, you know, drive unsafe roads. That's right. They made a campaign about that a yeah. couple of years back. But they, right. they don't have to steal from you either. They just, you know, they upsell your pepperoni. They did it vol- on a completely voluntary basis. So we got three more on this list of 10 inscriptions on the Georgia Guidestones, which have now been destroyed, demolished earlier this week. If you want to jump into the conversation with your thoughts, you're welcome to do that. The number here is 603-283-6160. You can take control of the airwaves. That's 603-283-6160. And this is Free Talk Live. are open if you want to join in here we've been talking about the georgia guidestones this creepy structure that was uh, put up more than 40 years ago at this point in 1979 apparently i'm sorry well, erected in 1980 yeah. uh so yeah still over 40 years ago according to wikipedia we're going through the list of the inscriptions on the georgia guidestones which are uh, were available in multiple languages the guidestones have been destroyed after apparently someone bombed it on july 6th and the, and you mentioned there is footage of that uh, they actually included it here on the wikipedia page but as you pointed out joa they don't include any footage of people planting the bombs like they don't want to discover who they are I mean, it's nighttime. It's probably not going to be real clear. Oh, even was if, it night? I didn't realize that. Yeah, it looks like it was four in the morning when this was set okay. off. And, you know, we don't know how many different monitors there were. Were there more than one camera? They only show one angle of this. So I guess mm-hmm. it's possible somebody could have snuck. If there's only one camera, then there's two angles at least. Are there two? Yeah. Okay. You've seen them both? Uh, well, I see. I see. I, this is all I saw, and it was from uh, the Daily News or something like that. And uh, it was uh, Daily Motion, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I saw the explosion from one angle, and then it just like almost instantly cuts from that and shows the explosion from another angle oh, longer okay. from the okay, back. So then they did have it covered then. So they must have footage of they must have. the suspects. I, I mean, they just didn't release it. I'm right. like, this is, should be like, you know, oh, this thing happened. We should probably catch these guys. Yeah, nope. maybe like people could help figure it out if they made it public. But they, Well, right. And that yeah. lends credence to the argument that maybe the whoever the Rosicrucians or whoever the mysterious group is that's behind the Georgia Guidestones, maybe they attacked their own monument to bring more attention to it or something like it's that. It's definitely working. We're talking about it. Right. So who knows? But, so um, we're yeah. going to continue with the list here of the different goals or whatever they called uh, the inscriptions. Guides. The guides. <laughs> the suggestions. 
uh, to humanity. And we've been going through and just kind of discussing them as we've gone through the list. Some of them seem okay. Uh, like, you know, okay, let's improve fitness and diversity. Fine. There's yeah, nothing, there's I mean, nothing wrong is, with that. These are personal choices. You don't have to be fit, you know? Well, you know, they don't, they don't go into that. They don't say that they're talking to a king or if they're talking to just the average person telling them you should try to be mm-hmm. fit. They don't say that or or whether they're saying like a king should, should force, force all people. his people to be physically fit. So yeah, that's good. That's a good point. It's a little open ended. So, I mean, based on what they're saying about some of these other points, which is to say that they want fair laws and just courts and a world court, uh, it definitely sounds like it's leaning towards centralized uh, world government. And obviously that means that these are people who are willing to use, I mean, clearly they're willing to use some sort of coercion because there's no other way to well, get to no, 500 million that, population. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm I'm thinking, what I'm thinking here is that if you're going to get to the 500 million, you probably shouldn't want to avoid those laws. But they're saying avoid petty laws. Petty laws. Right. But that they wouldn't con- don't avoid laws. murder. They they wouldn't consider it a petty Sorry. law to put uh you know the vast majority of the world's population to death. Yeah, it's important to them. That's well for them it's important because they believe that that will help the 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 planet. They believe that humans are a danger. They believe that humans are a pestilence or a cockroach or whatever that needs to be exterminated. I mean, you want to take down the world population from 8 billion people down to 500 million, you're talking about massive extermination of oh, mankind. Sure. sure. I mean, these are whoever these people are, they are psychopaths. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very... Yeah. Let's go on, though, with the list here, Joe. I think you were at number eight was coming up next. Yep. Eight uh, is balance personal rights with social duties. And there's all you need to know to prove slavery. That's what sounds. Yeah. These are total status. That's what this that is a status belief system is that, oh, well, yeah, you can have your freedom of speech so long as it doesn't infringe on the government's Mm -hmm. rights and the government. So long as you're doing what you need to do for everyone else on the planet. Yeah, so the, these people don't believe in rights. You know what that reminds me of, though? That reminds me of like high school when they tell you, oh, you have to do community service or you can't graduate, mm-hmm. which is never true. They lie to you about really? that. Really? Yeah, yeah. They don't, you don't actually have to do it. That people protested it. What's that? That wasn't a thing for my high schools. Really? I'm, I'm glad you didn't have that That's kind interesting because that was around when I was in school. Yeah, and so like when I hear this, it sounds like, you know, I'm not going to be able to live free in the society unless I contribute. I mean, no, you have the right to be, uh, what, what's his name? Something Dave? Um, river Dave. River Dave. If you want just to be living river down Dave, by the river and you don't want to deal with anyone the rest of your life and you just grow your food, have some chickens, you have the right to do that. Yeah. You, you have no duty to anyone else that you didn't personally take on. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you Just because somebody pushed you out of their womb on a certain plot of land doesn't mean that you have a duty to anyone out there, especially these people that like David that call in from California claiming there's a social contract. Well, OK, let me see it then. I'd like to see this uh, social. Oh, well, we can't do that. It's not social. Well, OK, well, then there's no contract because if there's no actual written agreement then that somebody signed yeah. that i signed yeah that i that not only did i sign but i understood mm-hmm. before i signed it because they basically just say oh well you, you you're sucking air you're a child or whatever you just came out of your mom's <laughs> womb okay well now you agree to this it's ridiculous and they can't 
pinpoint exactly what you're agreeing to so that therefore they can change it to whatever they want whenever it um, helps their argument well that's the thing that's what the social contract is it's just you do what they say whatever it is that they the men with the guns Mm -hmm. say that's the contract well i signed that social contract with my little tiny feet when i was a little baby and they put that you know they forced my feet into the ink pads did they do that to you of course they did that they do that to everyone where did where did where does that show up it's not on a birth certificate I don't know, but it's they a, do that. It's some sort of document into the hospitals and that sort of thing. But uh, So this is proof. This number eight here is, is absolute proof that we're talking about total status. They don't believe in rights. Rights cannot be balanced with anything else. They can only be respected. Mm-hmm. And if they don't respect those rights, then you don't have them. And you mm-hmm. have to have other human beings who understand because you can stomp your feet all about you know rights as long as you want and as hard as you want if you live in a society where other people do not respect those rights then they don't exist right i I mean i wish that that it were some other way i wish that you know we could just say well i you know i have my rights and then other people would would give a damn but these psychopaths calling themselves the government they don't yeah anything they say about rights is just designed to distract you just to, to try get to, you to think they're still or pacify you so you feel like you have uh, rights you don't have to fight anymore because you already have rights from the constitution yeah <laughs> that piece of paper but um yeah well they're saying or these stones right or like not the piece of paper but these guide stones you can listen to these things uh but like you know if if, if, if you link uh number eight balance personal rights with so, uh, social duties with number one are they suggesting that everyone besides 500 million people just go kill themselves? It's not clear what they're saying, is it? It just seems that way because, you know, they're not preaching this to all of the world's population, only 500 million of them. Hmm. But which 500 million? Yeah, that's true. And who decides who lives and who dies to get to this goal? Oh, well, clearly, it's going to be the governments of the world who make those decisions. Well, they're the most important. They need a contingency plan. It's like, This is really <laughs> scary stuff. All right, let's move on. All right. So I, I like this one. This sounds really nice. And this is kind of like my own kind of mantra of sorts, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it should be for most people. You know, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Prize it? Is that what it says? Sure. Yeah, you want to prize in the valuing truth. it, value yeah. truth, value beauty, value love. I like all those things. Harmony with the infinite—that's that's a wonderful thing, a wonderful concept. Uh, but it, clearly, these people do not believe in those things. You yeah. cannot, no. you cannot say you prize love, and then say, okay, we need to exterminate ninety uh, percent of the world's population, mm-hmm. like six billion plus. Yeah, uh, probably more than that. What is it? Seven and a half billion right now, or something like that? Who knows? Allegedly, I mean, how do you? These numbers just be totally inflated. For yeah, how do they? How do they? That's come what up I always think. Numbers? I don't believe them necessarily, but if we're just talking in normie terms, seven and a half billion. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about an insane amount of population reduction. If you believe in love, and you believe, then you would have to believe in human rights, and mm-hmm. you would have to understand that there is no balancing act. There's no cap to a you know how many people can exist. Well, and that there is a certain number of resources, but the thing is, what people don't understand about 
finite resources is the human mind is not finite. We can keep imagining new ways to use existing resources, new ways to get energy, for instance, out of things that previously we didn't think you could get energy from. And with restricted trade, we have no idea how abundant we could live if we could trade with whoever we wanted all over the earth. That's another great point. The efficiency of not having a middleman constantly. We'll get to their 10th and final point coming up in hour number two. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you're invited if you want to join us here. The number is 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Bonnie. And Joa. We've been talking about the Georgia Guidestones. They were apparently bombed on the 6th, uh, so yesterday morning, like 3 in the morning or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they There was some kind of damage done by an explosion. There's video footage of that happening in the middle of the night. And they took down, I guess, uh, that bomb took down at least one of the Guidestones. Uh, of was it four of them? I think that they had up. It's uh yeah. So there's four, and then it has like a top stone. So the uh, the damage that was done was used as the reason to take the whole thing down. They said that you know it's now a danger or whatever to any visitors that kind of thing. So they they demolished as if it wasn't before. Thing. It wasn't a danger. Well, the ideas were dangerous. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a structure that has been in place since 1980. And uh, it's ultimately still a mystery. It's a bit of a sh- you know shrouded mystery as to who it was that actually was behind the Georgia Guidestones. Some believe that it was uh, some kind of like a secret society, like the, uh, the Rosicrucians, apparently. And I don't know a whole lot about them, but they, Bonnie... They left... I don't know a whole lot about them either. I looked it up and they started in the 17th century, not the mm-hmm. 18th century, like I said, but in Europe. And um, I've read... Most of the Rosicrucian Cosmo Conception, which is a really beautiful, awesome book that Hmm. um, is mostly just about like their spiritual beliefs. It's kind of like reminds me of Kabbalah, like there are other dimensions of spirituality that people can access um, or not spirituality, dimensions of the like the earth, like feelings have their own dimensions, stuff like that. Hmm. So it it didn't have anything evil in it that I've gotten to, Um, but they apparently they any of those old societies can be uh, like the actual knowledge can be as occulted and there can be front men that kind of hide behind it and do bad things i really think that that's what 
a lot of the Freemasons do. Their actual beliefs are kind of beautiful and cool if yeah. you get into it. Yeah, well, to be a better man and that sort of thing. Right. And that's one of the problems with groups that have purportedly good beliefs at their core. They don't manifest into good when they're put into action, which there's some sort of a disconnect there. So well, like, it's it's the whole concept of uh, owning power. And then when you own power, you're always going to abuse it. Yes. You know, that sort of thing. Of course. But th- that's the thing. These people don't see that. They like you look through this list of oh, the, yeah. uh, the things that the people behind the Georgia Guidestones believed in. And there's good sounding stuff like avoid petty laws and useless officials and prize truth beauty love seeking right. harmony with the infinite when you hear people like that and you, you'll hear a lot of that stuff in like the new age uh religious movement uh and even the christians be- purportedly believe in forgiveness and love but then they go to yeah. war and, and things like that well I, maybe so, this um puts a little bit of uh thought into it too and what languages they actually used okay okay so they used babylonian um and uh babylon <laughs> Classical Greek. You're San- talking about the in the actual Georgia Guidestones? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sanskrit. Is that you say it? Sanskrit? Sanskrit, Sanskrit. maybe. Sanskrit. Uh, and ancient ancient Egyptian. So hieroglyphic. Wow. Interesting. Um, I'm not seeing any of those on the list here on, on Wikipedia, so I wonder uh, where that misinformation, which one of these is a, is the false list, or if they're just Do you not have a list, a different list of languages? Fully included. This one says English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. Hmm. Well, I'm sure there are pictures. Claims the languages were chosen because they represented most of humanity. Um, so, I don't know. So this is what they're saying around the edges of the square were written in translations to the four ancient languages. The maybe capstone? there's more than yeah, maybe there's more yeah, than what they, might, they, they listed. Uh, but the the thing I was saying here though about this disconnect that people who are religious and I'm I have my religion personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a panentheistic viewpoint, but a lot of people say really beautiful things like this number 9 here on the Georgia Guidestones, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Cool. I totally agree with that. But I also believe in peace. Yes. And these people, on one hand, probably believe they do too, right? Like if you went up to whoever these people were and you asked them, well, do you guys believe in peace? Well, of course we do. We, you know, we support peace. Okay, how are you going to get to 500 million people <laughs> left on the planet? Oh, it's Like how big of a disconnect do you have to have to understand that you're not going to be able to persuade people to stop having children. Well, just think about on a smaller level, you're thinking of, you're talking to like these elites probably that created these guys stones, just like people who join the police. um, They believe that they're officers of peace and they don't think Mm. about how they're day to day impeding on people's rights and causing more chaos in the world than order. They don't think about that at all. They truly believe to themselves that they are agents of peace. Yeah, they're not thinking. People are just like that. Um, if they can, you know, just like avoid the military, thinking, thinks, just like the military people think they're fighting for freedom, right? Yeah. And like you know how like they call people who promote peace, all these hippies and stuff. Oh, you're the utopians. Like you want everything to be so perfect. Well, dude, what do you think you're trying to do? You think you can bomb yourself to utopia? Like, what's the difference? Like, stop like criticizing the people that actually just don't want violence i don't Mm -hmm. think that the world will be perfect if um there was suddenly anarchy overnight but i think that it would be a lot more harmonious 
than it is now because absolutely uh, people would be able to choose the right options for their own lives but the reason why you won't get anarchy overnight is because people don't believe that those ideas are good they don't believe those ideas are possible some people like the idea but they don't believe they're possible right so there's like different levels of belief about the concepts that we might be promoting. We might be promoting the idea of a voluntary society. I don't like the term anarchy myself, personally. I think it's got some negative bomb-throwing connotations well, to it. Well, that's people that who don't deserve. understand English's, English, the English language's fault. Well, we were talking with Jay Noon today off the air, and he was using the term non-archist. And I said, well, what's the difference between a non-archist and an anarchist? And he said, there's no difference. It's just that people don't understand anarchy. And so you know, <laughs> having a different word I like it. Uh, might open up a conversation, might allow like somebody that. to open up their mind for a moment and take a new idea in. Because until you can get to the point where people value the idea of having no state, or the idea of having no central bureaucracy, this monopoly on violence, and how that can get us to more harm, harmony with nature, how that can get us to more uh, harmony between different people of different belief, belief systems and cultures and things like that, until people can understand and, and value that concept, we're never going to get to it. It's right. not going to happen. Right. And that's why the, I think what's happening here in New Hampshire is so important, where we actually have people migrating here as part of a movement of people who do share similar beliefs about freedom to come together so we can be more effective together. In fact, yeah. we just learned to, uh, today a news media person contacted me to let me know there's going to be a protest against the Free State Project here in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, coming up on Saturday. And I told the the news lady, I, the reporter, I told her, this is proof that the Free State Project has been a tremendous success. Exactly. There's protests against us now. I don't say us, because I, I don't associate Technically, I'm se. not a Free Stater, but... Yeah, I, I, I support I'm technically about, a Free Stater. I signed it. Yeah, All right, I, I'm ignoring you now. I support, <laughs> I support the Free State Project. <laughs> I, I buy tickets to their events. You know, I promote yeah. what they yeah, do. Sure. I think they do great... Great work. I like to volunteer at their events because mm-hmm. it's the people. It's not so much the organizations. It's the people. It's that, the people. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's hammer out number 10 here on this sure. list of the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, and of course, if you want to weigh in, feel free. The number is 603-283-6160. And all right. So number 10 is great because it's ironic. Uh, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. And it says it again. Leave room for nature. I think they're really stressing that part. And mm. someone's like, okay. They're just following the guidestones, and they blew it up, and they removed it, and it <laughs> to make yeah, more room for yeah, nature, right? Yeah, exactly. Leave more room for nature. Thank you for your service. Whoever did that, I don't know. Actually, I don't support what they did. Why do people yeah, believe if that if it's private property? I don't support it, but still. Why do people believe that humans aren't nature? I, I know we are nature, so give me some room, bro. There's more coming up here in moments. Uh, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. You can join us. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join the show here, the number 603-283-6160. We've been discussing the Georgia Guidestones. They are now no longer in existence, been destroyed, demolished after someone planted a bomb on one of the stones i think it was yesterday early morning 
And uh, since then, they've been demolished completely. Uh, with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And Joa, you've been going through the list of the inscriptions on these guidestones. We did get through uh, all ten of them. The first one being the most outrageous, I think, of all of them, and that is that they want to see the humanity, whoever this myst- mysterious group is that created these guidestones, because uh, it is a secretive organization, apparently, that uh, they want to see humanity reduced to 500 million in population. They're so boast to put it on stones in public or, yeah. I mean, in a public access. It's, it's very brazen, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us. I do want you to know about uh, Freedom Fest. Or Sorry, well, we'll get to Freedom Fest here in a, in a bit, but uh, Lifetime Liberty. There's, there's two different festivals coming up. Freedom Fest is right around the corner uh, starting next week on the 13th. And a little ways down the line, October 21st through the 23rd, the Liberty in Our Lifetime festival that's happening, uh, festival's not the right word, convention, uh, it's at the Free Cities Foundation Annual Conference happening in the city of Prague, October 21st through the 23rd. They're going to showcase autonomous cities and intentional communities springing up around the world that are offering opportunities for settlers to live freer lives. And their conference theme is Parallel Structures for Progress. They'll be exploring physical developments and parallel structures emerging in education and finance that offer alternatives for people looking for better ways to learn, educate their children, and invest in their future. So if you want to save 20% on your tickets there, use code FTL20 over on their uh, site, LifetimeLiberty.com. When you sign up, it's code FTL20 to save 20%. Again, uh, head over to Prague. You'll get to meet Mark Edge, our co-host. He's going to be speaking at the event there, October 21st through the 23rd in Prague, LifetimeLiberty.com with code FTL20 to save that 20%. We go to Sam. He's on the line in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Bonnie, and Joa. Yeah, I was just wanted to comment on that ninth one you were talking about, the word peace, in terms of why do people have this tie to anarchy of like violence and bomb throwing and versus the word voluntarist, like I agree with you, that people don't have a tie to? Well, the answer I would think is pretty clear. It's the mainstream media, uh, popular culture. Mind tends, control. Yeah, it tends to uh, to use the term anarchist whenever there's a report about somebody who's trying to burn a building down or trying to, you know, kill somebody or whatever. There's always some sort of they love to tie anarchy with violence. And even and, and a lot of times they may even have like an undercover cop or some sort of agent of the state who's actually instigating that violence and doing things like spraying an anarchy logo somewhere. Yeah, that's what it, I think. Uh, that's what I think Antifa all are. They're all masked people who come from out of town to go into cities and bomb small businesses and stuff like that. Maybe some, maybe like a small amount, but at least got started by the state. It's still bark, no bite when it comes to Antifa. But are they even claiming to be anarchists, the Antifa people? You always hear that in the news. mixed in with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You'll see, so you'll see like uh, an Antifa in all black, but then you'll see like uh suppose an anarchist with the you know the the uh very logo as anarchy kind of paint splatter type logo uh on them in red mm-hmm. uh and right next to them in all black so do they consider themselves anarchists i don't know but uh back like back to what you what his question was is that you know it, it's just it's about power and like if you have certain kinds of power you have to be secretive 
and to be to maintain that power. So decompartmentalize all the aspects of war, and there's a lot of people depending on you in secret, and that's why they do all this war. It's a it's a way to, for them to secretly funnel all the money up to the top. Sure. Yeah, the military-industrial complex gets a huge amount of money out of it's the number uh, one on the budget every government's year. wars. Sam? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just crazy, the military-industrial complex thing you're talking about. But honestly, Bonnie, talking about Antifa, I think most of them are far-left progressives. Maybe some of them are under, undercover agents, like you're saying. Well, I don't know. I just don't ever see... I, I don't see, okay, I just went to their website, I mean, to their Wikipedia to see what, you know, Wikipedia says they mm-hmm. are, and the second paragraph has the word anarchist, anarchist. in it. Yeah. Um, it says they are <laughs> individuals involved in the movement uh, tend to hold anti-authoritarian, anti-capitalist, and anti-state views, and, and um, subscribing to a range of left-wing ideologies, but I don't know anybody in real life who is anti-state, um, anti-capitalist, an anti-authoritarian and wants to go bomb a small business that doesn't those things don't make sense mm-hmm. well you know what's funny is like i was thinking about you know bernie sanders and he's like one state over right yep he's he says he's anti-war he votes sometimes anti-war but he always ends up going toward his constituents which most of them make weapons in Vermont. I bet you he didn't vote against the money going to Ukraine. No, he did not. Well, I, oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I yeah. don't have the voting list in front of me, but I, mm. I put money on it. Yeah. Sam, uh, thanks for the call tonight, man. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, weapons made in Vermont? Somebody? Yeah, yeah. They have a military base in Vermont, in Burlington. And but I think he's asking, are there weapons manufacturing going on there? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're private weapons manufacturers and that sort of thing. But I'm I know those... like, who specifically? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I, I know there's Raytheon. I'm pretty sure Raytheon They're is. They're in Vermont? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I know that New Hampshire's got tech. BAE, which is one of them. We have uh, Sig Sauer, right? Uh, well, I wouldn't call them... I mean, they just they make guns for average people. I think we're talking about, like, military oh. weaponry it, it would, kind of stuff. I guess the category that would fall in is, like, public-private, whereas, mm-hmm. like, there are companies that are private that only make things for the for government. For the government, yeah. yeah. Like They're bombs completely and contracted. jets and things like that. Uh, thank you, Sam, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. The number here is 603-283-6160. Yeah, and that's a problem with a lot of these quote-unquote anarchists who are really not anti-state, even though some might claim to be Mm anti-state, what they actually mean is they're anti-this state. They don't like the current status Mm -hmm. of the state. They want their system to be forced down everyone's throats, whatever the hell that would be. And it would probably be, you know, some socialist democracy or whatever. So unless you're against all states... It's kind of like the anti-federalist papers. You're not (laughs) anti-state. Like, listen to this word. It says... A majority of individuals involved are anarchists, communists, and socialists who describe themselves as revolutionaries. And it's just like they, just in that sentence, they mix together communism, socialism, and anarchy as if it's all All the the same same thing thing, or even remotely similar. You can't be an anarchist and be a communist or a socialist. And their argument would be like, Antifa is a mindset, not a political, uh, you know. That sounds pretty political to me. Yeah. It, I know, yeah. but that's that's the, the wiki doesn't speak for them now, does it? Do they? 
Uh, well, I mean, if you're uh, an Antifa and you want to call in tonight to talk about it, you're certainly welcome to join us at 603-283-6160. I agree with Joa that it's kind of one of those things that, to me, it seems like, oh, bark and no bite. I've never heard of anyone in my life actually be an Antifa me- member. I've never seen somebody say they supported them. Actually, I take that back about Wiki. Uh, Reason did a, a small like um, inf- like uh, video on YouTube about how Wiki, all the political stuff, is run by leftists. Mm-hmm. But like things like sports and maybe uh, other things that are not political are run by everyone else. There's more on the way. If you want to join the show, 603-283-6160, you can take control of the airwaves on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. Looks like there's a protest planned for this Saturday here in New Hampshire. And normally I wouldn't tell you about that because, well, there's plenty of protests that go on in New Hampshire. But this one's pretty interesting because it's already getting press. Normally, when people go out to Keene Central Square, it's just sort of a regular occurrence. I mean, it's not really something that stirs up news coverage. But this one is. And so the fact uh, that the anti-free state project protest is being covered by the mainstream media, in this case the Union Leader, which is the largest newspaper in the state of New Hampshire... Uh, that uh, that the fact that they're covering this thing in advance is an indication that this is a pretty important event. And, and it is, because the Free State Project is being targeted by a group of Democrats, specifically in this case the Cheshire County Democrats, uh, who are planning what they're calling an anti-Free State Project protest uh, for Saturday afternoon to call out project members who run for office as Republicans and sometimes Democrats to subvert what the Democrats call, quote-unquote, common good policies across the state. So they're trying to say that free staters shouldn't, you know, subvert, in. I mean, uh, you know, undercover go into the Republicans and run as Republicans, but they're also trying to say that free staters are far right. Well, we're going to get into that coming up here in a moment. I think you're right. They do actually say in their flyer that they cooked up for this because the reporter in this case from the union leader actually sent it to me. Uh, It says here it's a rally to take back New Hampshire from the far right and the Free State Project. And they put Hmm. quotes around the Free State Project. Maybe maybe my son's going to say anti-slave state. Hmm. Love it. All right. So we'll talk more about this coming up here in (laughs) moments. But first, Major Payne is on the line. Go ahead, Major. Hey, guys. I got a couple of good couple of goodies for you but real quick i want to just say that, that as far as uh this blm black fly splatter i think these guys have shot their wad i don't think they're any they, they have any standing to, to talk about anymore okay I, we weren't but, talking uh, about uh black lives matter but um i will say this oh, I, no, you're talking about antifa that's not fair. Uh, that's that's not a fair s- statement. Uh, the Black Lives Matter was the summer of 2020 
There was a lot of uh, press surrounding, of course, the strangling of a man uh, in, where the hell was that? Minneapolis. Thank you, Minneapolis, uh, Floyd, George Floyd. George Floyd. And people were rightfully upset about that, and they are rightfully upset about uh, police violence and police abuse uh, of peaceful people. Now, the one thing I didn't agree with when it came to a lot of those protests was they only seemed to care about police violence. Some of the, some of the protesters only seemed to care about police violence against black people, and I think there's police violence against all people uh, that's happening out there. Police will murder you if you don't do what they they tell you to do in the order that they tell you to do it in. Or it just whatever. doesn't always make the news. Well, yeah, it doesn't always. Certainly not in the same way if if it's a, like a white cop killing a black guy. There's no doubt that's more likely to make headlines. No, I'm uh, just but, saying, I mean, it happens every day. It does make the news every single time. It certainly doesn't make national news. I mean, usually a, a cop shooting a, a person will probably get a headline in a local newspaper. I mean, that's, that's probably going to happen. I'm just saying, I think Antifa kind of... Uh consumed bl or you know black lives matter they kind of morphed had you did you ever go to one of the black lives matter rallies i saw they they were marching down the street here in town when i was working on a job one day i saw them go by about a block and a half away it was just a bunch of teenage kids with signs hollering crazy i went to a protest that turned out to be a black lives matter rally Mm -hmm. that wasn't how it was uh, advertised to me it was advertised to me as an abolish the police rally did you feel like antifa took over the rally i didn't see any antifa there were i mean the most the biggest crowd i've ever been in in my life completely filling the streets of downtown san Mm -hmm. antonio and it never got violent not one bit. Yeah, that was my experience here in New Hampshire as well, where I attended more than one uh, Black Lives Matter rally, and I didn't see any visible Antifa. They might have been there, but they certainly weren't weren't like you know leading the rally yeah. or anything like I, that. I've been to Black Lives Matter protests in Providence, um, and uh, I was assaulted by somebody, but that's uh, he wasn't even black, and there was what was it over. So I guess uh, some lady got on the like there was a you know letting people speak about you know their oppressive the oppression from the the police and we're right in front of the province police station and one of the uh, one lady got up uh, and she wasn't black she was white and she was talking about how her son got beaten up by a cop mm. and her son's white and mm-hmm. they're like someone was like yelling at her and saying oh well it doesn't matter we're here for black people and like like what you were saying it's, so it's about everybody yeah. and then somebody else was defending her. And her what she had to say, and then the next thing you know, they're attacking this person, and then I'm defending both of those two people because mm. I'm starting to speak out. I'm not going to just let one person speak out. I'm going to be the right. third person, and then next thing you know, I'm being pushed out. Wow, of the protest, and the cops are all right there. You know, dozens of cops did nothing, did nothing yeah. about it. Yeah, so some people are so dumb, like they they want to be uh, out there protesting about the current thing, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually have any morals. Like my sister actually just got assaulted at a. I I, I mean I wasn't there. It, uh, an abortion pro abortion rally in Austin, Texas. Hmm. Uh, there was a man who pushed her up against a car, and she had like a bruise. She called the cops over that, which is dumb. But um, if that if that's true, the well, story that karma. she. Yeah, but it's, if it's true, the, the story that she told, then a man went to protest for the rights of women in the streets of San Antonio and, and assaulted a woman. A woman. <laughs> yeah, so, People are uh, so stupid. To go back to your point, Major, about Black Lives Matter, I think there's something that needs to be clarified, and that is that there's Black Lives Matter, the movement of individuals, and then there's Black Lives Matter, the organization of right. communists. And so... Yeah, that- 
that that's the one my beef is with. Okay, well that's the thing. You got to be clear, right? Because when when I was down at Black Lives Matter, uh, the protests that happened here in New Hampshire, I'm sure there were some commies that were there, mm-hmm. but the messaging. Uh, at least here in Keene, which, like you said, Bonnie, it was the biggest protest I've ever seen in Little Keene, New Hampshire. There must have been 300 people in a square that gets busy with 150. I mean, it was it was packed, and uh, but the messaging was all anti-cop, uh, pro police accountability, that kind of stuff. Yeah. People telling their stories about being abused by the police, and it was not Black Lives Matter communist propaganda at all mm. in that particular case so just to just to be clear thank you for the call tonight i appreciate it uh the number is 603-283-6160 because i agree when it comes to police violence police being out of control police being corrupt police killing innocent peaceful people and i can certainly acknowledge that brown and black people are killed more often by you know far as per capita or whatever mm-hmm. than other people by the police but that doesn't mean the cops aren't out there killing all kinds of different colors of people and i, I would think say generally important. that um you know brown or black people are oppressed more in general on all kinds of levels sure. like just going to the dmv going you know just trying to get any sort of redress of grievances applying for permits or licensing all these hoops they make us go through, they those laws were not ri- written for white people. They were written for slaves. Yeah, and that's and why now cops everyone came about. falls under these laws. Go ahead. Oh, that's why cops became a thing because they were supposed to be runaway slave slave catchers. Catchers. That's right. Yeah. Well, and you're pointing out you're pointing out here, Joe, that now everyone's a slave, right? They've expanded exactly slavery. Yeah, yeah. and it's like as if we're supposed to make black people free first. You know, and that's what they're trying to say. You know, like Black Lives Matter. Uh, worry about the rest later, and like. I, I disagree with that, and I'm going to get a lot of flack from that. But you know what? The truth is, is that everyone, it doesn't matter what skin color you are. Uh, we're all bleeding red. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that really matters, yeah. that we're all humans with a heartbeat. Humans matter. That's a great point. It would be great if we could get past race and just see people as individual human mm-hmm. beings who have rights. Mm-hmm. And the only way we're well, getting to that point is by talking about it. I'll tell you what. Blue lives don't matter. <laughs> There's more coming up here at 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever you want. Uh, I want to get into what's happening here. There's this protest scheduled here in New Hampshire. It's people who are anti-free state project. And ha- I want you to ask yourself, if you're a libertarian activist, has your movement where you live ever been protested by the status quo? It's free talk Talk live. Phones open if you want to join in here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live brought to you by some of the great supporters of this program, like Nathan, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS Patreon. And Nathan is a silver level, which is all we ask for is five bucks a month. And uh, he's helping us out over there at amps.freetalklive.com. Amps stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It's a way for you to get behind the show financially and get some cool benefits. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. Thank you, Nathan. You can go to amps.freetalklive.com to find our Patreon there. Get signed up with your PayPal, your debit card, or your credit card. Once again, it's amps.freetalklive.com. 
Com. So we're looking forward to an event we just found out today uh, is going to be happening on Saturday. The mainstream media is already covering this. Now, the Free State Project has seen a series of protests, anti-Free State yeah. protests that have been happening all across the state. I have not heard of one getting press attention at all uh, prior to now, certainly not in advance of the event actually happening. So this could be... Mm-hmm. The big one. Hashtag winning. Exactly. <laughs> and the reason why this is winning is because when you're over the, the old saying is you don't take flack unless you're over the target. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not making people angry, you're not doing it right. I tell you, I got some trolls in the chat right now. Oh, they're <laughs> always in there. I, I wasn't going to recognize yeah. them, but yeah. I wanted to say this. But, you know, until I had trolls. Like, you were nobody. I, yeah. Like. That means you've you've made a certain certain level where there's haters that are passionate enough to follow every single move you make. Yeah, I think a lot of feds or you know actual cops or um, cop family or something like that. And I I think a lot of the trolls online are literally paid to sit there and be trolls because who would waste their time like that? Cop suckers. You know there are cop suckers. I I think that you're right though, Bonnie. I think some amount of them are actual paid. Uh, people now who's paying them whether it's the police or some other anti-freedom organization or whatever i, I that's up for speculation because he has never three hours a night it's every single yeah, night every single night these people are in yeah. there in the same way whenever you go live on uh, breaking the flaw which is your channel where you do uh, police accountability and government accountability yeah. stuff it's on odyssey so check uh, check out joe over there but as soon as you hit Thank that you. go live button man they just come on in from wherever hey, it is they come from. Bring it on. Yeah. You know, more viewers. I love it, guys. You yeah, guys are making me money. It just helps money. the numbers. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Uh, and if, if you're going to do it, go to my Odyssey channel. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Odyssey. Uh, just, you're on you, YouTube too, right? Yeah, but yeah. don't do that. Don't oh. do that. <laughs> uh, video.freetalklive.com takes you to our Odyssey channel. So you hit the subscribe button there and then just search for Breaking the Flaw and that'll take you right over to Joe's channel. So, But you're right. It, if you don't have haters, mm-hmm. you're not as effective as you could be yeah you've got to you you, it when you get those haters you know you're doing something right yeah and that's the thing is you can't let them get to you you can't let them uh you know tweak you or whatever you can't obsess over them and that said i do plan to go to this particular protest because well we why wouldn't we want to counter protest a a protest they're crying Uh, out they want Might attention. Well, why, yeah, let's yeah. give them the attention that they want. Yeah, and ultimately, the reason why we want to go to this isn't to. I don't. I don't want to fight with these people. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm not interested in, no, in that. No, no, no. I really I hope want, nothing like that happens. No, it's going to be a bunch of elderly people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be Antifa or any anybody <laughs> like that. It's going to be pe- if there's anyone there under the age of forty, I will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Cheshire County Democrats. It's a bunch of white hairs that you know meet in a room once a month and plot the the end of civilization or whatever right (laughs) Right. uh so they're going out and the reason to go to this is to get documentation that it happened right i want to go and get a picture i want to see their signs i want to see the you know the creativity or what if there is any because so far these anti-free state project events have been pathetic i like to hear their argument too like if they're willing to even talk Oh, they yeah. may not even be well, willing to why speak to protest? you. Well, I think a big reason we should show up is because we need to have um, signs saying what we're actually about. Because this is basically just a smear campaign. They want to say they. Sure. I mean, like that flyer that they put out. 
basically insinuates that Free State Project members are far right. You know, mm, I mean, couldn't yeah, that's an absolute lie. It couldn't be any uh, further from the truth. But here's the thing: when you show up and you talk to these anti-freedom groups, almost every single time, the lower people in the group, the non-leader types, mm-hmm. they will defer. They'll say, "Well, I I can't talk to you about that. You need to talk to my the handler. leader." My my leader over oh, yeah. here, my this spokesperson. Is protest, like yes. I yeah. love those. <laughs> yes, yeah, and and there's that's a per, it's perfectly on display in the movie Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Yeah. I've never you, seen you anything actually, like that. Can, yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. It, well, in that in that particular movie, for those that haven't seen it, uh, Derek J goes to a college in uh, in Plymouth, actually, and they they're having a protest against guns on campus. And he sees that that happening because there was supposed to be a pro guns on campus event that day. So students were students were, quote unquote, protesting mm. against it. Mm. Like and so four. he walks up to this one. Yeah, four or five. He walks up to one of them and he just starts asking him questions about, you know, what do you what's your sign about? Right. And, and the kid starts answering the questions for like <laughs> yeah. a minute. Like having a really uh, a good friendly conversation. conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then, like the handler, right? And then over. the teacher comes over, and she like you know tugs on his shirt or whatever, and she says, "Oh, we're having a silent protest today." He probably whispered her in his ear, "It's like I want to give you a B." <laughs> well, I don't think that happened, at least in front of the cameras. But <laughs> no, uh, I know. But like, why else but, would this kid be doing this? He admitted mm-hmm. it was a class assignment. Oh, in uh, the, in the conversation, I'm not too far off. This is why it was supposed to be a silent protest because she doesn't want the media to know that it's a total sham. That right. the kids and don't know why they're protesting. They what didn't they're protesting? Even make the signs themselves. Hmm. The teacher made hmm. the signs. She did the work, Grass and then she handed efforts. it to them. Yeah, That's really total gross. top down. Right. That's right. So, that reminds me of like the Hillary uh, when Hillary was running in like I think it was 2008, I, I believe. But like they, she had a rally, and there was this. I remember seeing. The same person painting all these grassroots-looking signs, but it was obviously made by the same person. You're not hiding anything. Well, now, look, there's nothing wrong with making extra signs for a protest, right? Like, that's that's a good plan because— yeah, fair enough. Like, if if we call for a protest this weekend— and we want people to show up. Yeah. We can't expect them to bring their own signs. No. They're just not going to. You have to have signs for but people at a protest. But this was the campaign. But this was the mm. woman who is in yeah. charge of these people. So this isn't a uh, this isn't a grassroots thing at all. Right, this is right. teacher says we have to go do this if we want to get a good grade or we want to wow. get bonus points. And, or whatever, and God so. forbid you try to go against your teacher's politics. Right. If it's a class assignment. So she went and used her power over these individuals God. to encourage them, quote unquote, to participate in this. And that's but totally different. That's the system that they use. Sorry, go ahead. If he would have uh, continued his conversation with Derek J, Derek J could have, you know, convinced him he was on the wrong side. So she couldn't have that. No, no. Exactly. You can't use logic. You just got to have control. That's yep. why my prediction is tomorrow, if you go and you try to talk to some of these yeah. protesters. It's not tomorrow, right? I'm so, thank you. It's not tomorrow. It's Saturday. If you go and you try to talk to some of these people, they're going to blow you off. They're going to say, you need to talk to our spokesperson. Well, if they're listening now, and maybe some of them are, mm-hmm. um, and Call they in. know that we're going to be showing up because we said so, uh, yeah, just don't be that kind of person. Have a you know have a, an opinion. Yeah, have an opinion. A free be willing thought to talk on about your it. own, even if you're wrong. You you know you got to be okay with being wrong sometimes. And that you know you only learn from others and from uh, learn for yourself is 
you know, by making mistakes. You don't always get it right the first time. And you might be passionate about something, but might as well listen because there's no logic in what you're doing. You're only going to know that you've gone wrong by talking to people who disagree. That's right. Uh, and and that is going to be, again, if this is anything like a lot of these top-down mm-hmm. protests, that is going to not be allowed. Oh, we're not going to talk today. And the same thing happened years ago with the uh, the Free Keen protest here that happened against FreeKeen.com, which is my blog site. Uh, this was like 2014. When I first heard about this, she had uh, the news reporter who clued me in. She wanted comment for the story that I'll, I'll share with you here in a moment. She had said that it was an anti-free keen event. But when I, and when I called her up, I was like, there hasn't been an anti-free keen protest since 2014. What did we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it turns out it's actually an anti-free state project. Uh, right. protest that's going to be happening for the first time in Keene Central Square coming up this Saturday. Um, and the, But the anti-free Keene one was the same way. If you walked up and talked to those people, they would not comment. They were told by whoever their organizer was to not speak to anyone else when they come up to speak to you. Because they don't have an opinion. They're just there because someone told them to go, and, or they're mad at us for X, Y, or Z, but they don't have anything defensible to say. They, they don't. They, they probably can't. get a gift card. No, I'm just kidding. Who knows? It's <laughs> just like the, the gun knows? buybacks, they get gift cards. It's a not unheard people, of. A lot of people are just, they just love to be hateful. They don't know why they don't like Ian, and they just don't like Ian. I mean, as far as the people, the anti-Free State Project people in Keene, a lot of them just yeah. don't like Ian I for no reason. I don't know if there's going to be anti-Ian uh, stuff tomorrow. It doesn't seem like that kind of an event. This, I think, is going to focus on the, the the Free State Project. So I'm very interested to see how this goes. It's and iffy. We'll tell you more about it coming up here in Hour 3. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join the show here. The number for you is 603-283-6160. At 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight is Ian. It's Bonnie. And Joa. We are sharing a story we barely scratched the surface on. it. It's uh, by the union leader... Uh, that is the mainstream top newspapers. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'll give this lady credit who wrote the story. She's actually been pretty good at covering uh, news related to free staters in Keene. Yeah, we should be nice to them. In Keen. Um, her name's Megan Pierce. She actually was the one who broke the story about the Robin Hooders many years ago. And it was her Robin Hooder coverage. For listeners that don't know, we made international uh, news headlines here in Keene back ah, almost a decade ago now yeah. at this point. Um, but we made major headlines and got millions of dollars worth of free coverage from you know companies as large as ABC News and like yeah. you know Good Morning America Steve or whatever. Colbert. Uh, Colbert report did a report on us as well. Uh, so I mean it's it's almost incalculable how much free or, coverage we or got. the tens of views on YouTube. Yeah, well, I was know. one. I was one of the tens of views. <laughs> so, uh, but but we did get a lot of uh, of international coverage. And Wait, it was didn't actually... Colbert have someone on? No. Oh. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought he did. Yeah. No. He oh, interviewed well, all. Of, all yeah. Of the I guys. mean, they they set a crew here. I thought you meant were we in their oh, studio? Well, no, we weren't in the studio. Mean like that. Um, so who was on? Uh, James Cleveland and oh. Garrett Ian and Chris Cantwell. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, you should see the it's Cantwell crazy. part. It's kind no, of funny. I haven't seen it. <laughs> 
if you have a sense of humor, you'll enjoy it. If yeah. you have no sense of humor, you'll hate it. Yeah. Uh, some people, <laughs> some people actually accused us of destroying the libertarian movement wow. after this because we destroying. had fun. Destroying. Yeah. Uh, we had fun and you know allowed ourselves to be made fun of because that's what happens, right? Like if Stephen yeah. Colbert calls you up and it wasn't him, it was his producers, obviously. But if his people call you up and they want you to be on his show, you know you're going to get lampooned. Like mm. you know I, that's I, what's going to happen. I just want to mention the my favorite part of all that whole interview is like one of the guys, uh, one of the parking meter guys had to quit, yeah, and then they asked him. Uh, what was worse, going to war or being a parking enforcer? And he's like, being a parking enforcer. <laughs> oh my like, god! You're be kidding yeah, me. He said it. <laughs> wow. And people razzed him after that too. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is the same lady. She wrote that story that got yes. that caught fire sure. uh, a decade ago. So who knows? Maybe this one's going to take I off. I hope too. so. Uh, but here it is from the union leader. So the Cheshire County Democrats are planning a anti-free state project protest rally now interestingly the the reporter left out that this is an anti-far right so they're protesting uh, (laughs) the rally is to quote unquote take back new hampshire from the far right and the free state project and as you pointed out bonnie the free staters aren't far right we're libertarians but that's what they're doing here. They're they're trying to mix us together well, as though know, we're the same. A lot of people who listening might be like, hmm, far right isn't libertarian far right? Because that word has been so watered down. It makes me really sad. It d- describes what I am perfectly. But people nowadays really think of it as some kind of a different conservative. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous. Well, but it's I, just how the average person thinks. I like to remind uh, people out there in general, if you have misconceptions about libertarianism, Generally, they just want to take over the world and then leave you alone. alone. (laughs) Okay? We don't want to meddle in your lives. We don't care what you people do. You can believe all these things you want to do and have your private clubs to have like some sort of collective stance on these things, but don't force everyone else into these ideas. And we're not we're not trying to force our ideals onto you either, because you still have these freedoms to be part of these subjugated groups. Just don't force me into it or yeah, know, it's like all the people that don't consent. What part do you not like about it? The part where I can't tell you how to live your life or the part where you can't tell me how to live mine. That's basically yeah, sums point. it up. Uh, so they're having this rally on Saturday afternoon to call out project members who run for office as Republicans and sometimes Democrats to subvert, quote unquote, common good policies and laws across the state. And they interviewed. Mon- do they think that Republicans don't run on common good stuff? Oh, that's what they're saying. They are saying that free staters are against the common good. Yeah, but a typical Republican doesn't run on, you know, saying common good things for the common good. It's just a Democrat These thing. are the Democrats who are protesting. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's not like uh, people are running under the Republican umbrella and doing something. I don't know. They, we aren't. The, the Republicans weren't doing that anyway. They weren't. Re- they they just um, right, are, they're aren't saying pointing the Democrats out. are saying that the quote unquote far right and the Free State Project are subverting common good policies. So they're saying that we are against the common good, meaning that that's what they're accusing Republicans on the far right and the Free Staters of. Yeah, but they're simultaneously trying to say like these people aren't real republicans that's at least that's something they saying. say a yes. lot yeah that's what they're saying that and here. well republicans didn't run on that to begin with so it's just 
I don't think they are saying that Republicans were running that way. This is obviously going to be an anti-Republican rally to some extent. That's why they're attacking the mm-hmm. quote-unquote far right. Uh, the Democrats are the ones who want to pr- position themselves as being in favor of the common good. They've always yeah. been like that. So there's, there's nothing new uh, with that particular viewpoint. And of course, you know, that does deserve a further discussion. And that is to say, what is the common good and who decides the common good is never just decided by a small group of people for the rest of us. I just don't like the term common good as something it. to describe such a peaceful society. I mean, well, what it actually means is, I think, Bonnie, you were hinting at this, is that the Democrats or whoever the small group is that's in charge of the, the state, they decide what is for the common yeah. good. And we know what they mean <laughs> when they say that. It means their buddies, the people that are in the military-industrial complex or whatever. Like and, instead of non-archy, we could have monarchy? Yep. And even though the Republicans <laughs> don't... Well, if we have a good queen that believes in the common good, then it's fine. And yeah, even so though the Republicans don't use the same <laughs> lingo, they still believe in the same thing. And that right. is to say that their small group should be the one that should be in charge mm-hmm. and force what they believe is good down everybody else's throats. In their case, it might be you know anti-abortion laws or religious mandates or whatever. Uh, so they interviewed a man named Mohammed A. Saleh, who is the chairman of the Cheshire County Democrats. Now, I'm not familiar with this person, although maybe I would recognize him if I saw him. Uh, he said, quote, now here's it. Here's your endorsement for the Free State Project. Okay. Quote, they are no longer a fringe element, unquote. Hmm. And nice. that means that we are, you know, the, we meaning the, the larger yeah. migration of libertarians we here are making that, an impact. We broke that threshold. So we're no longer fringe. Correct. Which is like a few. No longer able to be ignored. That means we're mainstream, doesn't it? If you're not fringe, aren't you mainstream? Can we please not? (laughs) 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 I don't want to be called mainstream. Are you a hipster? Though we are in 190 radio stations. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, Free Staters, they... Sorry. So the Cheshire County Democrats say that 50 members of the state's legislature are members of the Free State Project. That's even more than I had heard. Like, Mm. the Free Staters, the Free State Project officially has been promoting, like, I don't know, 40 and some, like 44 or 45. But now the the haters are saying we got 50. That's awesome. That is, (laughs) you know, uh, there's 40 or sorry, 400 legislators in the state government. So, oh, no, some people using the system that the Democrats also want to utilize voted in some people who believe in freedom like. What's the big deal? You know what's funny, too, is like a lot of these free staters that come here, not all of them are really voting. So they're That's not true. part of this democratic system that these Democrats are all for and about. Like, we're taking over because we won't have to vote you people out. We won't have to vote people in. We can start a community, uh, you know, side by side with this system that's failing. Mm. And we can be like, hey, we got a system that's better over here. And that's what's beautiful about this state. We don't need to vote our way out of this system. We are just doing it by like paying our way out of this you system. You can create an alternative. Yeah. Well, I mean like put your money where your mouth like mm-hmm. where your mouth is and like just just vote with your dollars, all these things, right? That that fall into place into to making the change without actually have to go through these convoluted systems of politics and putting signs in our front yard. No, we can start this without actually voting. Free, and we are doing it. Free staters, they say here, are starting to have an impact on New Hampshire on a state level and increasingly in small towns such as Croydon. This March, mm. Soleil said, free staters living in Croydon gutted the small town school budget, causing residents to rise up and refund it at a special school district meeting. The event even drew national attention, he said. 
And uh, we'll tell you more about why these Democrats are so mad. They're taken to the streets against the Free State Project coming up this weekend here in Little Keene, New Hampshire. There's more on the way, and you can share your thoughts as well on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join us here and bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about the Anti-Free State Project protest that's scheduled for this weekend here in New Hampshire. The reason why is because, well, the Free State Project is actually an effective political movement Unlike the rest of libertarians everywhere else on the planet, uh, if you actually want to have an effect, then try this. Concentrate your activism in one small geographic place with other like-minded activists. Mm. That's the Free State Project's concept. It's been in play now for almost 20 years here in New Hampshire. And but I now, want to live in a city in California and also be free. Well, you're going to lose. Sorry to say. <laughs> I mean, well, if you, you like know, to win, come here. Great news uh, there's a free socialist project, I think it's called, and the, it, the progressive state. The, oh, the project. progressive state project. Mm-hmm. They will actually help you move out of New Hampshire. That's true. <laughs> so maybe no that's, joke. That's a real maybe thing. that's what we should be advertising to them tomorrow. Oh or yeah. Today, to- oh, that's tomorrow, a Saturday. that's an Bring amazing out flyers idea. For, yeah. yeah, that's a yeah, great the idea. Progressive state project. Here you go. We'll help you move. Uh, do they have flyers? I mean, I don't it know started as a joke. By yeah. the way, the, no, the progressive yeah. state project was created by libertarians in New Hampshire mm-hmm. as a joke, but. Like, they are seriously offering help to people who yeah. want to leave New Hampshire yeah. who are status. Yep, like monetary help for moving. You just have to agree to never come back, yeah. right? Like, we're not going to buy you a bus ticket unless you actually let say something that it, put it in writing, you know? Well, when's like, the last time I'm they leaving. actually followed through with social contracts? So, yeah, I didn't mean... This is a bad deal to start off. <laughs> we go to your phone calls here. We'll tell you more about this protest that's scheduled for this weekend on Saturday here in uh, Little Keene, New Hampshire. The Democrats are putting together an anti-free state project protest. But first, Eli is on the line in Missouri. You're on Free Talk Live. Eli. Yeah, man. Uh, I was just curious, kind of like you guys' have thoughts. I don't get to listen all the time, but I'm kind of a long-time listener. Welcome. Um, go ahead. As far as uh, like the Democrat Republican thing, it seems like when a lot of people, I don't know, I probably spend too much time on Reddit, but uh, a lot of people wanted that the first part of their comment, it starts with something about a Democrat or something about a Republican. And it just seems like it's been so consistently divisive. I don't know how like libertarians get past that to break those people away that are, you know, kind of on one one side or the other, not even really looking to be libertarian, but they're just arguing amongst themselves the most I feel uh, like, regressively. I feel like libertarians, especially the, like these outspoken ones in the conventions and uh, running for office, they're like, kind of like edgelordy, you know, and they really yeah. they don't get offended very easily. Uh, it would have to be something really extreme. If anything, I don't think I've ever seen them really offended at the, the convention stuff, but they just they can take a punch a little bit more politically. They're not afraid of any, you know. Cod, cobwebs, whereas Republicans and Democrats, hey. they try to live to a T so nothing comes out when they're really and you know, going to Epstein's loop, Island. I guess that's, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, how do we pull those people away? Like, I have, I have friends and family that are like that, and they're either on one side or the other, but they never lean towards 
libertarian. They're more just like yelling about the other side. And they, Do you want to answer the question, um, Bonnie? Yeah, I think it's a little hard because I don't really believe in trying to convince people anymore. Like anytime I try to get, anytime I get in a fight with my parents, I just end up upset and accomplishing nothing because they're really really uh republican you know and and i care about my family so i want to you know be able to explain to them ideas that will liberate them and their minds and their children that they still have and um it it just is really um it's a it's a waste of time really you can only lead someone you can only lead the horse to water you know it's like you can't hold their hand every time and and that's that's by example Exactly. And also that's why the uh, migration of liberty-minded people to one geographic area is so important to me. It's because there's just never going to be a majority of people in, or maybe, I I don't want to say never, but um, I don't think that it's going to be easier to create a majority of people in the United States that are liberty-loving than it is to just move the people who already think that way to one place. No doubt. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on the, uh, your side on this one, Bonnie, and I'm, I'm somebody who's done outreach for the last basically two decades of my life uh, when I became a libertarian. And I've listened to you do it, Ian. So Thanks, Eli. I, I, I appreciate that's that. That's why I come to this conclusion. And <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, yeah. I agree with, with what Bonnie's saying here, and, and the reason why you don't want to waste your time on dyed-in-the-wool status, the hard left or the hard right, these people who are, they are just completely brainwashed into statism, whatever their flavor of it is, is because there are right. so many better prospects out there. You know, if you think about the average people in the United States, they are not people who listen to talk radio. They are not people who watch the news. They are people who just want to live their lives. They do want a lot of them do want to be left alone. They don't but they don't think about the issues. They don't think about what the controversies are out there. They they're frustrated by the fact that that stuff's going on. They just want to go to work and take care of their families or whatever. And and I think what's going to happen at least here in New Hampshire That's where apathy. What's that? That apathy. apathy for sure. There's a lot of apathy. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and so I think what you're going to see happen is as we get more liberty-loving activists to migrate to New Hampshire, as we get more and more success stories right here, the people who hate us are saying we are no longer a fringe element. Libertarians, no longer a fringe element in New Hampshire. We have over 50, they say approximately 50 members of the state's legislature are free staters. This is what our haters are admitting to this is this is a huge endorsement so as we continue to be successful as we get to a hundred members of the legislature to 200 once we hit 200 we're at half uh here in new hampshire as we as we continue i believe we'll get there soon i think it's going to happen uh what's going to happen with all these average folks out there not the ones you're talking about eli not the politicos not the people that are going to be at this protest the people that hate us or the status but the average people out there they're going to start saying things like oh yeah you know i've always agreed with the libertarians they're going to they're, they're going to be on board. They're going to join the parade. It's going to be so mainstream. They're, it's going to become mainstream. That's not to say that they're going to become activists or anything like that. They're probably not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But they'll be saying like somebody will say something to them at work. Like one of these Democrats or the hard right person or whoever will they'll be around the water cool and they'll say, can you believe what those free staters did? They just abolished the yeah. government schools. And they'll <laughs> say something like, you know, I've always thought those schools sucked or whatever. Right. And, the, and hey, Eli, yeah. like Eli. I don't. Where, where are you from right now? Missouri. Missouri. Well, I tell you what. Get here sooner than later. It's easier. Yeah, man. Sooner. Uh, and you know, 
just be part of this, man. It's a beautiful thing. You, you'd be shocked. I, 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 it really opened up my eyes when I came here and how welcoming it was and how, you know, the community is so strong. And there's just, it's a force that the state will never want to reckon right. with because, no. and I don't like to talk about it like that, but they, they can't really, they can't stop this. It's yeah, getting it too big. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. out of their control at this point. I was point. just uh, thinking about the family that invited us over for Thanksgiving and how it really feels like those people are like my family. Thank you, Eli, Absolutely. for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, and also, don't forget that even amongst those who do pay attention to politics, here in New Hampshire, the plurality of them are not Republicans or Democrats. When you look at voter registrations in New Hampshire, there's something called undeclared. So it's actually, not, it's not a majority, but it's more. There's more yeah. undeclared voters than there are Republicans, and there's more undeclared voters than there are Democrats in New Hampshire. Like I, So I went to these kind of, I'm going to call it right, right-wing uh, leaning type of event, and they were generally like free staters, but mm. they were locals, and they were considered Republicans, but they're very liberty-minded, mm-hmm. more so than like if you go to Mass or Rhode Island, where I'm from. Yeah. It's oh, just no. something Fact. else different here. It, there is something special about the the whole idea of live free or die. It, it's uh, built in. Exactly. There's more on the way. It's Free Talk Live. The phones are open and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Coming up, a man arrested in Florida. Florida man for rooster attack. We'll tell you about that when we get the chance, but we're in the middle of a story about the haters, the status, the anti-free state project protest that is scheduled uh, for this weekend in Little Keene, New Hampshire, which happens to be where we do this show from. And there have been a series of anti-free state project events that have happened around the state, but they've all been relatively small. There's been maybe yep. three to five on the like on the heavy side, five typical three <laughs> or four. Of just these. like standing on the side of the road with a sign that makes almost no sense, or just like, god awful. Free staters want to raise your taxes? No, no, not at all. Yeah, um, and then another lady was just, just like wrong. Google free staters or Google free state. Was that the one oh, well. Croydon? Was that the Croydon one? No, they, they had some out there too. I think there was I one in Concord. I don't remember where they were, but the one I watched. Um, Brian Becker went and tried to, you know, just have normal conversations with these people, and they were doing that. Uh, you, you're going to have to talk to him because right. he's, he's the, like the chillest the guy to talk to, too. Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. So we'll continue the story in a moment. Sarah's on the line though in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh yes, I've always meant to mention that why people still live in New Orleans or want to. That it's just crazy. I've seen a, a show about what they want to re remodeled their houses and they had like what seven feet of water come ruined their house half of their house and it and then they propped it up um four three feet with a brick off the off the water i mean to me it's insane i mean what 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 makes them do that you know so the state isn't letting them fix their or the city isn't letting them fix their houses after they get damaged with water? Is that what you're saying? No, no. They, I, I don't know who's paying for it. I'm sure they're paying for it. Well, I guess, I guess the real question do. to ask is why are they still paying taxes to the state when their levies failed? Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good point. It actually, wasn't it the that's Army right. Corps of Engineers who actually built those those levies? 
I don't know. Well, I mean, it was the federal is, government. Are they, are they 30 feet high? I mean, I've seen a picture of them. They're holding out ocean water with a wall. I mean, it's 30 feet high. I mean, it's yeah, a it's a really bad plan. Feet. There's, uh, I don't know if that's true as far as how, how many feet they it's are, like but it's six feet. It's definitely a bad plan. Uh, it didn't work out real well during I've Hurricane never been Katrina. There, so. And I've never seen it myself, uh, but I have actually been to New Orleans. Thank you for the call tonight, Sarah. Um, but asking a good question, why would you continue to live in a place yeah. where you know you are sub- subject to flooding if it rains heavily? And I, I right? got I to say, it's good timing for her to mention that because uh, it's a great warning for anyone that's in New Orleans that hurricane season is coming and you're still there. Does it flood every year? Well, it was because of Katrina. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I knew not, I knew it flooded I mean, during. I knew the levees broke during Katrina. Yeah. I don't know. I I would say there's probably flooding happening consistently all the time. Well, if they're you, probably if you, bilging it. If you're living below sea level, yeah, it's almost a guarantee. Right? Yeah, they got to bilge it. I mean, a lot of Louisiana floods. I remember. I think it was like 2016. A bunch of Louisiana was flooding just during hurricane season. It's not just New Orleans. Why people live in Louisiana? I will never understand. So, um, Sarah calling in to ask why people still live in New Orleans. I don't really know why anyone lives in Louisiana, like, at all. So, I mean, I could do this for, for a lot of places. Why do people still live in Chicago? Why, why do, do people, people live, live in, in New Mexico? Why do people live in L.A.? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I can't answer that for you. It's, uh, a lot of people just live where they happen to be born. They never leave that place. There's a large percentage of the population that doesn't. That night doesn't leave even to go visit anywhere else. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy to me. So, uh, yeah, the number here, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. So let me get back into the story here from the union leader. They're saying that uh, they're attacking the free staters. Uh, there's going to be an anti-free state project protest. The head of the Cheshire County Democrats, Mohamed Saleh, he said that uh, along with school budgets, funding for roads, police, and other emergency services, they're on the line, he says. These are common good services most people agree are important for their communities, he said. Quote, sadly, the Republican Party is not standing up to them. It's time for Republicans to realize these are not Republicans. They are just extremists running under your umbrella. Do you think so, that Republicans are going to take this uh, seriously, this message? From the um, Democrats, like the Democrats saying, hey, buddy. Well, yeah. Since a lot of the Republicans are liberty-minded and even libertarians under the Republican name, mm-hmm. no, I don't think so. I was just wondering, why would any like Republican think that they were trying to help them in this way? Like, why, The Democrats want to beat you in elections, so why would they be trying to help you? It doesn't make any sense. More and more free staters are running for office, say, uh, says the report here at the union leader, for their local school boards and as Republicans and sometimes as Democrats. Ooh. On the state level, he said, they are, quote, infiltrating, unquote, the state government without revealing their free state status, well, he said. you know, they wouldn't have to infiltrate other parties if the state just let anyone be on the ballot, a third party on the ballot. I mean, I think there still would be some infiltration, Bonnie. I think that it's not fair to say that that wouldn't happen. I think it still would because it's good political um, maneuvering and strategy. But I think you would see more libertarians running as libertarians. Well, it wouldn't be an absolute necessity like it is now. Uh, Quote. 
Their goal is to win at any cost. Their alliance is not with the Democrat Party or the Republican Party, nope. but the Republican Party has embraced them, Celeste said. He continued saying, quote, the majority leader of the state house is a free state project member. Again, huge endorsements here oh, yeah. from Thank the you. Democrats. And they're referring, of course, to Jason Osborne, who for many years was a sponsor of this radio program. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. he was the Jason Osborne, who's the house majority leader, he was uh, Free Talk Live long time sponsor uh celeste said this is the second such rally to be held the first was held in ringe a few weeks ago okay i, did, I was not uh, did fully not aware of that. that uh celeste said quote it can affect anybody in any town and we should be aware that they are exploiting our lack of awareness he said <laughs> ian freeman of oh Keen. Uh, aria tried to tell you that last year or 2020. You mean when she ran as a Republican? Yeah, uh, that she was sheriff exploiting their the p- primary lack of awareness. Oh, Ian Freeman of Keene, an active Free State Project member, not true. I'm technically not a member. Said Thursday he wasn't aware, but I am a supporter of Saturday's rally. But said it's a sign the Free State Project is making headway. Quote: This is what I told the uh, person. They wouldn't be doing this if we weren't having an effect. It's a huge endorsement, said Freeman, adding these types of events are happening in other parts of the state as well. Quote, anywhere else you go, anywhere else in the United States, libertarians are a sideshow. The fact that there are actually protests happening all over New Hampshire is an incredible endorsement of these migrations, unquote. Freeman is a member of Free Keen, a group of free staters in the Keene area. He's also currently running for state senate. Are you a member of Free Keen? That's not really like a thing There's you have no a membership, membership of. membership in per se, but there are bloggers at freekeen.com, I mean, and I guess you could call those members. You're a Free Keen blogger. Yeah, you could call I mean, you could call You're a writer. You you're a freaking blogger. He is also free- currently running for state senate district 10 as a Republican. Freeman said he agrees with Saleh that no one should run for office and not reveal what they stand for. Quote, most of the people I know are pretty out there. They are known libertarians, but there have been so many free staters that have moved out here. I don't know them all, he said. However, he added, it's the two-party system in New Hampshire. This is what you were just saying, Bonnie, that pushes candidates into one of the two parties. Quote, if they don't like it, they should change the ballot access laws, Freeman said. To run with any party other than the Democrat or Republican parties requires a petition and a certain number of signatures. And it's it's hilarious because when I'm going and getting um, signatures for Jeremy Kaufman, um, a lot of the like people that turn me down say they don't want to sign it yep. uh, that are leftists say, oh, no, I'm, I'm not supporting free staters and stuff like that. And it's just like, OK, so you don't want to let us run on our own tickets. Nope. And, and that's going to be a good point to make to them if they actually speak to us. Uh, at this this particular anti-free state rally on Saturday. Freeman said if he were to run as a member of the Green Party of or Libertarian Party, he would be required to gather signatures from the district he's running in, but to run as a Democrat or Republican, all he needs is $10. Quote, mm-hmm. it's much easier to walk into the city clerk's office and give them 10 bucks. In my case, it was $10 and a short form. The thing is, Democrats and Republicans, they don't want more choices. Unquote. And that's a fact. And you mentioned the Democrats, but it's also true of a lot of the Republicans. Yep. Uh, when we're out there trying to get signatures for Jeremy Coffin, as soon as you say, they'll say, well, what's it? who's it for? As soon as you say Libertarian, they turn around and they walk You're away. You're just going to say, war is gay. There's more coming <laughs> up here in moments. You can join us. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you if you are wanting to join. 
join us, you can get on the lines at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And Joa. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You can join our social media platform at social.freetalklive.com. It's not some sort of big tech mega corporate thing. It's um, much more free and open source federated system. It's a ma- uh, not Matrix, that's our chat server. It's uh, Mastodon, which is a very, very cool system, and it's free for you to use. Head over to uh, social.freetalklive.com. That's social.freetalklive.com. We're going to go back to your calls and thoughts here. Bob is on the line in West Virginia listening to WVTS there in Charleston. Go ahead, Bob. Y- yes. Now, the public good is defined pretty well in Atlas Shrugged, which was written by Ayn Rand in 1957. The part that really goes to the meat of it all would be where uh, Hank Reardon of Reardon Steel is brought before the tribunal of the Fair Share Act, which he violated because he wouldn't. Basically, they said he wouldn't sell uh, Reardon Steel to uh, Reardon Metal to the State Science Institute. Hmm. So they gigged him on uh, not uh, uh, by violating the uh, Fair Share Act, and so. he says basically uh, that uh, as defined by those who would dictate and regulate our behavior in our homes, our businesses, stealing their power from our liberty. This is what uh, Hank Reardon said. And uh, the, the judge said, uh, you wouldn't want it misunderstood that you work for nothing but your own profit. And then Mr. Reardon responds, indeed. I want it understood clearly. I do not recognize the good of others as a justification for my existence. If their fair share demands that I get nothing for my labors, that it requires me to be a victim, then I say, public good be damned. I'll have no part of it. And then the judge says, how does that benefit your fellow man? Then Hank Reardon's response, I do not owe you an, an answer to that, but I, can, but I could tell you in a hundred ways, thousands of jobs, billions in, reven, in revenue uh, fueling our economy, despite your efforts to destroy the very foundation of our existence. And I believe uh, most of my fellow man would say the same if they had a voice. And they, and how do you plead, sir? That's what they asked him. I do not recognize this court's right to try to try me. Nice. Wow. Nor do I. I'm sorry. I said nice. Go ahead. Yeah, this is all from Atlas Shrug. I've that, never I read it. But... My... I'm sorry. Oh, I said I've never read it, but I'm really glad that you read this uh, little excerpt to us today. It really did go on great with the whole idea of what is the common good and why are people against it. Um, I don't know. It's great. I, I think everybody working towards their own best interest, interest yeah. would you know, end up in a situation where there would be more good and harmony and order in the, in the world right. than if you know, other people try to complain. create for themselves... Yep. They create a mass, a massive prosperity for the whole world. Now, another part is where Dagny Taggart, she she crashes into uh, Atlantis. Atlantis yeah. is the free state. 
Just imagine that. Hmm. She flies and chases the gentleman down who's figuring out how the that magnificent machine that was created uh, would cause uh, extreme prosperity by creating an unlimited amount of power for, for the people there. He's, he, uh, the gentleman is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Midas Mulligan. He's the great banker that went on strike and left the, 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 the civilization, uh, this state that we, they've created. And he, he asks Dagny, he tells Dagny Taggart, who's for, she is the CEO of Taggart Transcontinental, which is the railroad. And, and he says, you've heard them say that people have a right to a living just because they are human, and that's not the right to earn a living. That is a right to a living, which you are required to provide for them. Hmm. Now, do you see any common? Um, uh, what is it? Um, my handwriting's terrible. <laughs> Basically, he, <laughs> I write notes on when I read books. I write notes. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So this is very important. There are people that are actually we are being enslaved by people that think. They do not have to work, uh, but they they have to ensure that the common that the public uh, good is is by your enslavement by them doing exactly what you're told by the government itself. So yeah, and, I would say. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I, I like it when people talk to me. I was talking uh, today to someone named Jay Noon, who's running for a state rep up in New Hampshire. And he uh-huh. was explaining that people are ba- brainwashed in college and public school systems to believe that they are completely dependent on the government. And because of that, those same people believe that anybody who is actually producing something owes them part of it because they believe that they couldn't possibly survive without the government stealing from the productive people and giving to them. Sounds like a utopian right. idea. Yep. Exactly. Steal. Bob, I appreciate your uh, your call here tonight, and you, of course you're absolutely right, or at least the book uh, in that uh, that case that you're you're sharing with us is uh, is. Yeah, it seems is like Bob on. gets it. Yeah, Bob, you definitely are uh, are on board. I, I appreciate hearing from you, and thank you for the call. Uh, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. All the hate directed toward people like Elon Musk, for instance, or anybody else that's running a big business that's become successful. As long as they didn't do it on the backs of the state, and you could argue Musk did, uh, but uh, but as long as they've done something that's truly in the free marketplace, the only way they can be successful is by helping people, by giving them some sort of product or service that they, or that job. person, wants. Well, you can give somebody a job, but if your market or if your product sucks, they're going to go out of a job because no one's going to buy it. Right, you're going to go out of business, and that's what deserves to happen to companies that cannot, can't crack it. You know, no, they don't have just, a good product. Uh, steal money from other people who have been successful and give it to that company so it can be propped up. Which is, of course, what happens when we talk about corporate welfare. That's why we need the government. Well, that's what they argue, and uh, that is not a, a that's not a free market. That's not a world that libertarians want to see. We want to see companies that deserve to go out of business go out of business. Absolutely. And then they can sell their assets at pennies on the dollar to some other investor who's going to try to do something different with them. You know, I think a lot of what the government does can be done privately. Like the DMV could be tackled by AAA or insurance companies. We don't need all these aspects in our lives uh, to somehow create a civil society. No, the civility is within the people's like 
there's spirit. Mm. You can't force the spirit. So stop trying to do it. Let's go to David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, David. Yeah, the DMV is already being done by private industry uh, in many states, including New Mexico here. Well, but the problem the problem with just privatizing something is that you still have a monopoly. They're still the only source. Right. They're the government mandated system that everybody has to go through. And I don't think that's what you were saying, right, Joe? No, no. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, David. I'm, well, I'm, well, yes and no. The, in the, in, this is not what I called about, but uh, since you uh, jumped on it, uh, MVD Express here. They do what the government does. You got a choice. You go to the MVD Express, the private business. You pay a little bit more, and they save you time. You go to the the government one, and it takes a little longer, and it costs a little less. And mm. people really like the like the private version of it. They they're a vendor. They do. Uh, they're they're not making the laws and telling you what you got to do. They're just providing a kiosk. Right. Right, right. Oh, I don't doubt that private business can do it better than the government DMV. I don't doubt so that. So I'm, I was, I was, I'm from, my next, David, David. I'm, that leads I'm, into my next point. Right, I put him on hold. Go ahead, hey, David. Uh, when I lived in uh, Rhode Island, and I don't remember any other states doing this, but AAA, um, you you originally had to get your first license at the DMV, okay? But AAA even had their cameras, same cameras as the DMV, everything. So if you want to renew your license, you go to AAA, hmm. and they did everything right there. Registration, everything, as long as you were a member. Uh, so okay. they didn't have a monopoly over it, even though they're the only one. I'm sure other companies could have they come could in. They could have. Did, yeah, okay. but the, uh, the state shut that down. For some reason, oh, wow. they didn't like AAA doing it and turn it off. Sorry, David. All right, David. Good. Well, that's exactly what we got here, only you don't have to be a member, and, the, and it hasn't gotten shut down, and people like it better. And that leads into the next point, is that um, uh, uh, private industry, in my estimation, whereas government takes... Oh, there's music. Yeah, you're out of town. You should have made that point quicker. But hey, you'll back tomorrow night. Uh, we'll get you back on tomorrow at that time, and you can make that point then. Thank you're you, really David, supposed to have one topic. For the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, but hey, don't forget to check out Joa's channel over on Odyssey. It's called Breaking the Flaw, and you can access it. Just go to our channel over at video.freetalklive.com. That'll take you to the Odyssey site. Just search Breaking the Flaw. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Iconic guitarist Eric Clapton's lifelong passion for the blues burns brightly in a new film and soundtrack release entitled Nothing But the Blues. The documentary film, which was nominated for an Emmy Award, has been upgraded to 4K for its long-awaited official Blu-ray and DVD release. The new soundtrack album features all of the music from the 1995 film and also includes more than an hour of previously unreleased live performances. Eric spoke about his lifelong love and respect for the blues. The, the merest glimpse of a Bo Diddley or a Chuck Berry would send me into frenzies of delight. So when I heard what was behind that, I mean, that was like the front scenery of what, what I was to later discover. And when I found the stuff that was behind it that made that come into being, you know, the Muddy Waters and beyond that, the Robert Johnson and beyond that, the work song, um... It was. I don't. I. It did something to me emotionally, for sure. But there was also there was something much deeper going on, which I cannot define at all, and probably never will be able to. That's iconic guitarist Eric Clapton, whose long-awaited documentary film and music soundtrack, Nothing But the Blues, will be released on multiple formats on June 24th. Order now at ericclapton.com.